My mom then locked the fridge with a padlock from me for like a year. That was a whole thing. Welcome back to Rachel Profiling. Hope you guys are having a fantastic 2021 so far. Guys, we're back in the stew. We're back in the podcast stew. Last week's episode, or last last week, I apologize, as episode, was a little bit more of a relaxed, chilled, kind of melancholy is the word I'll use, podcast update episode because, you know, as the semester was rounding out, things were getting really tough on the emotional and the academic side of things for me, et cetera, et cetera. But moving forward, you know what? Maybe it's a new year. It's a new... Just kidding. It's not new me. Y'all stuck with me still. But I wanted to come back, do a solo episode for this new year because I feel like these ones are really personal. We get to chitty chat. We get to jibba jabba, you know? And it makes me so happy that you guys are listening. And I feel like I reiterate, I feel like a broken record. And I say this all the time. And I just want you to know how much I really do appreciate you uh, having friends who are like, hey, I really enjoyed this episode or I enjoyed listening or I relate to this. It, it just makes me very comforted to know that I'm not alone in a lot of situations that I personally go through that I'm either thinking about or things that we've all dealt with over the past year or in our lifetime. And even, you know, circumstantial things where it's like we have completely different backgrounds, but it all intersects together in some ways. It makes me feel like, you know what, it's it's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It the the world is so small till it ain't till it ain't till it ain't, as Mac Miller said, you know? We really are all living the same lives. Anyways, I want this episode to be a little more lighthearted, a little more fun. I don't have a guest with me right now because I simply do not, and I want to start off this year with kind of just how we ended last year with just it being me, you know? And I hope that suffices. But I just wanted to have a good chitty chat one-on-one with y'all. Let's jump right in. What is today? Today is the 4th of January. Isn't that... That's bullocks vibes. That's kind of insane. We got through 2020 and I'm proud of you. And you know what? As long as you have survived, that is simply enough. You know, when you really think about it. What's going on so far? Listen, y'all. Urban Outfitters owns my ass. I've been at work... Uh, last week I ended up working every single day except one day and I've been dog sitting so my lovely friend Lisa just moved back to Boston for the semester because Berkeley's going hybrid next semester so I have some friends back here and so Lisa helped me dog sit this cutie little dog Boston Terrier named Gideon bug-eyed little dog which will remember that fact later uh he's this bug-eyed little boston terrier puppy seven months old so she helped me watch him while i was at work took him out took him potty play with him a little bit i've also been if you follow me on the gram if you just know me in real life i've been dog sitting this dog named chewy who looks like scooby-doo he's a black mouth cur for the past year and so i walk chewy we've gotten kind of like a good routine going into the new year let me paint you the picture so this is what i've been doing so far like the entirety of winter break so, I wake up at like 
I have to go walk Chewy because sadly his dad got knee surgery. Or not sadly, but you know, the recovery is a process. So I'm walking Chewy at 8.30. I walk him for an hour and then I have like two hours to just like, you know, get ready for the day, make my bed, make some avocado toast and a coffee. And then I go to work for about like five or six hours. And then on my way home, it takes me an hour to walk to work. Then I walk home from work and I walk Chewy right after. So all this to say... I've kind of been, like, burning it on two ends of the candle, is that that the phrase? Um, Because I've just been booked and busy, which you all know I love staying preoccupied. But I do this thing where if something else is bothering my life or, you know, something else is going on in my mental psyche and the state of whatever, uh, I kind of just distract myself and I keep myself busy to not think about anything that's too, um, I guess... That would bring too much of a downer upon my life (laughs) Uh, that weighs a little too heavy and so, or just like in general, I keep myself busy so that I don't think about like what's all going on. I guess that's a better way to put it. So I really just, um, I was walking Gideon down the stairs to go potty and so Gideon, he's a little puppy still so sometimes I have to carry I carry him down the stairs of my apartment so he doesn't go you know wee wee on the stairs on accident because he's like oh I'm already outside because I'm outside of the house so I'm carrying down the stairs and silly me I'm literally thinking I'm like oh I should pay attention to how many steps I'm taking because Gideon's face is like right in my face so it's hard for me to see next thing you know my ankle goes out (laughs) I hear like and my ankle, I, it like flashes black in front of my eyes. Poor little Gideon comes down with me. I bust my ass on my stairs. I heard the loudest pop. I thought I dislocated my ankle. And we all know the fattest Rachelism of them all, the original Rachelism of the Rachelisms, is sophomore year of high school, I was at a choir social and I tried to climb a tree. I run up the trunk. I'm not even in the tree yet. I fall down the trunk. I dislocate my knee pop that hoe right out of its socket and I go I think I broke my leg (laughs) so you can imagine my fear when I heard a loud pop and right now I'm living alone so I was like well what the hell we gonna do now you know I'm really just imagine me lying there for like seven minutes on the stairs of an apartment building and there's like this little bug-eyed dog running around me I'm okay now I sat there for a while got up it was fine the first two hours because I had to go walk Chewy after that, and then once I actually started resting it and I iced it, man, let me tell y'all, it swelled, and my ankles are, like, two different sizes right now, so I'm just taking it easy, and it's kind of, like, a nice forced breather, to be honest, to really make me, like, hey, Rachel, stop it, you're going so fast, you've been booked and busy, and not in, like, the correct way to where, you know, you're still taking time to make sure you're taking care of yourself, because, I don't know, I guess my ankle get well, actually, my ankle just gave up because I'm kind of clumsy, but it's a nice forced breather. So this happened yesterday, and Gideon got picked up this morning, so now I don't have any more responsibilities, feeling fancy, fun, and free. I can actually just, like, sit down and rest, and I think that's all I really can do about it. Some people are telling me I should go to the ER, but here's the gag. I've been, I feel like I'm a pretty independent person, but... Something about trying to figure out going to the hospital, going to the doctor. I have not been to a doctor yet here in Boston. So, it's swelled, but it's not the worst situation. So, I think I just need to rest it. And it will be okay. 
So that was a, a real, a real snap, crackle, pop, a, a bang, starting the new year with a bang, if you will. So that's what I've been up to recently. I have been very content, we'll say. I love working. I love, you know, having a million things to do. Uh, and kind of more so like right now too, when it's not all school, because doing, I know we've all talked about this before, but doing school fully online is not my favorite cup of tea, you know? Because I'm a big on, you know, making relationships, building community, talking to people. Uh, and, you know, I can't get the right comedic timing on Zoom than when I can in class. It just, the punches don't hit the same. I can't put a button on it, you know? So we are our hybrid next semester, but I decided to go fully remote because I personally don't think it's worth it for me to be hybrid if it's only one class. And I'm a music ed major too, so... I think I could just get a lot more of my more liberal arts-based classes out of the way. Great news is, a lot of people are coming back to Boston. Really cute and fun. I'm not going to lie, I am a little bit worried about everyone coming back to Boston. I feel like Berkeley kids, I feel like we're pretty responsible and we're all we're all very um, aware of and in agreement and how like social, you know, societal situations right now where we align um in regards to like taking COVID seriously from what I've observed so I'm just worried about so many people coming into town this is my biggest thing with like tourism too since I work in Faneuil Hall I'm really just giving y'all all my information to find me it's whatever uh since I work in Faneuil Hall it's a tourist hotspot. but here's the thing I'm like what do y'all want to see in Faneuil Hall so bad we have clam chowder and racism like we have Quincy Mark in the middle which is where they trade slaves so it's like this is just like a glamorized you know, like, mall outside, and it's, it, we got a Crocs, we got American Eagle, and we have an Urban, and those are the most interesting stores in there, so my whole thing is, I know everyone who's in Faneuil Hall is a tourist, and I understand people, you know, traveling for school, etc., and then I'm hearing this narrative, too, where it's like, we've been in this for a year, so we should go back to living our lives, blah, blah, blah. but I feel like it, is very inconsiderate for the people who actually live in these cities and maybe I'm just biased let me know maybe I'm just biased because I live in the city and whatnot but for a lot of people who are in these major cities it's inconsiderate to be going into these cities as tourists and not thinking about the people who actually live there and for the people who might not have the resources that you have who are able to you know you're able to get healthcare you're able you're financially stable enough to travel blah 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 so if something were to happen you're spraying the virus you give it to someone who is maybe in a lower economic situation than you are they don't have healthcare they may be undocumented they may you know there's so many factors to it uh, to where they may not be able to receive the help that they need if they were to get COVID, if they aren't able to go to their jobs, go to work, be able to support their families. So that's just my whole thing on traveling. And so what I, my point that I get to is I was at work the other day and this group of tourist girlies comes in and they're from, you know, they're like, eh, hello, we're from Europe. But I can't do a French accent. Imagine me speaking French. Bonjour, uh, je m'appelle Rachel et we are from, oh maybe I can, uh, <laughs> I love the zucchini, <laughs> deep cut, uh, we are from France and we are here in Boston for the weekend, for a trip, and uh, we are traveling from Canada, from Canada, uh, au Canada, uh, terre de nos aveux, uh, nos aveux, and so, 
my point is <laughs> me just going on with the accent is they apparently what they did was they're from france they went into canada because canadians are accepting the french and then through canada they went to america because the u.s is accepting canadians so i'm like y'all really went through all that trouble to go to bum-ass Faneuil Hall. I say that with all respect. I love my job. When I tell you I love my job, I love my job. (laughs) Just because the people make work so much fun and it really, honestly, truly, the friends that I've made working at Urban Outfitters makes Boston feel a lot more like home and just knowing that I have people who care about me in the city and being able to go somewhere and have a good day makes my whole week uh so this is not a dog on you know urban outfitters llc or you know the people the people who i work with at urban but it's just like come on guys why why are you here in boston for funsies anyways what else has been happening recently i wrote down my new year's goals i don't like to use the word resolutions because i feel like the word resolutions inherently has like a negative connotation something like resolution like Yes, like, resolving something is good, I think, but then it's, like, coming from a bad thing, like, uh, like, a disagreement or an argument, so, like, you're gonna resolve that situation, when I feel like goals are just, like, oh, it's looking towards the future, it's looking, like, aspirational, so my goals this year are to, number one, well, we'll start with, like, the less, like, deep ones, I guess, and I want to eat healthier. I have a very hard time with nutrition in a way where it's like it's I think slowly my eating habits have gotten a lot better uh and this stems from like a multitude of things um but I feel like I've been eating fairly healthy it's just hard to tell and I hate using those tracking apps like my fitness pal is the enemy it just makes me sad about myself but just knowing that I'm slowly switching you know what I'm eating I'm not eating junk food all the time i'm treating myself but i'm keeping it fairly healthy really consistent that's my 2021 goal just to feel healthy another one i want to grow our podcast i want to grow our little family you know what makes me so happy is that the people that i've met through this pod y'all are people who in real life i am assured we would be friends i'm talking i'm talking about you sienna i'm talking about you siri and grace and hannah and the fact that you guys like reach out to me you talk to me it it just brings me so much love and joy in my little heart and i want to grow our podcast family because i feel like this year together we grew a lot in a lot of ways where we learned from people i really look up to who i really respect we weren't on so many topics from Black Lives Matter to transgender issues to, you know, what's like being adopted from different situations that like I brought on my two other friends who are adopted because everyone's adoption story is so different and just a multitude of other things. We learned about ableism and, you know, there's so much more we can dive into and everyone has something they're passionate about and something they identify with, uh, something that is important to them. So I just want to keep on that track for this year for the podcast and this truly is my passion project and I'm so proud of it and it makes me I mean I just I keep repeating myself but just the fact that I'm a babe I'm able to like be a part of your day you're driving the car take a left take a left right on Luetta right on Luetta you know (laughs) so that's another big goal of mine another goal let me look at my list real quick Be nicer to myself. 
this is like the overarching goal for this year for me. My number one goal is to be nicer to myself because this is kind of what I want to talk about um, today, like overarching topic, I guess. I've been really mean to myself lately and this comes from, you know, a series of different things and I've talked on here before about body image issues, but um, like the other day on my Instagram, I was like, hey girlies, hey fitness besties, I know y'all are, you know, a lot of people also have the same issue where sometimes they might be very harsh on themselves and a big thing for me this year is realizing like not only in the health aspect and the body image aspect, but giving myself the same kindness and consideration that I give others, uh, like I would never say that about my friend, you know, my friend would never say that about me, so why am I telling myself that? Um, I have been always like a little bit chubbier, I guess, and so growing up, I had a really good conversation with my friend Mara the other day about this, and growing up around in like the suburbs of Texas and even in Maine where it's not as diverse um and I went to a middle school that wasn't as diverse and I was a little bit bigger so this isn't anyone's fault but it's just something I realized was a lot of my body image issues stem from growing up around people who are a lot more petite who are white and I don't know if this I this is something I thought about and I realized like a lot of POC people have also dealt with is that you know when you grow up you're like oh like you get crushes and whatever it's fun and then one of my first thoughts when I started you know like I started getting crushes in middle school and stuff or like in high school would be like oh but like do they like Asian people you know um which is so insane to think about and when I brought that to one of my friends I was like oh you also have thought that which I think is very sad but and this isn't anyone's specific fault because I can't control necessarily the environment that I'm in, but I can control the way that I approach things, the way that I talk to myself. And I don't, I shouldn't use the word control because more than anything, it's like growing into my own, going, coming to peace with my own. I think it's not only that, but a lot of the times, um, this is for, well, this is for anyone, but I know for girls a lot with mother-daughter relationships, a lot of the times mothers tend to say some things sometimes that aren't, they mean well, and obviously they want your health above anything else, but they say things sometimes that are kind of mean, and they really stick with you. Um, I started gaining weight at, like, a young age, uh, and suddenly I, my mom made me, <laughs> I think I was lactose intolerant, it was very weird. I got, you know when you get, like, allergy pokes everywhere? And apparently I was lactose intolerant and I was gluten-free, but then I grew out of it. Um, but either way, my mom was like, we need to fix Rachel's diet. I became gluten-free. I became lactose intolerant. You know, like, I I guess I was vegan. No, I was eating chicken. Chicken's my favorite food. Um, but essentially it was like, Rachel is going to get diabetes. Because in sixth grade, the school nurse gave my mom a pamphlet that was like, you could have diabetes, blah, 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 but I'm pretty sure they gave that to, maybe they didn't give that to everyone, I don't know. Anyways, my mom then locks the fridge with a padlock from me for like a year, that was the whole thing, and I realized recently, oh, that stemmed a lot of things for me to be like, food is the enemy and not something that is to fuel my body, and as I've grown older, I've learned that like, oh, I should treat food as fuel, 
And I had the craziest revelation the other day on like the 1st of January, actually. So usually I eat like, I'll have, I don't know, like a bagel and something like sand, like salmon on a bagel. How New England of me um, for breakfast. And then I go to work. And so then I'm gone from my apartment for like eight hours. And then I finally get home and that's when I have dinner. Well, oh, sorry. I just hit my cup. Usually on my like break, on my 10, my half, whatever. I'll get, like, Chipotle or I'll get a double-smoked chicken sandwich from Starbucks, which is, like, not the most unhealthiest thing, I guess, but they ran out out of the Starbucks, and so I got one of those little lunch boxes instead, and I had carrots and apples and a little chicken Chipotle wrap, and let me tell you guys, I felt so healthy, and then I remembered, oh, yeah, food is supposed to be, like, fuel, and I feel so energized and fun and fresh and free. It was crazy, crazy revelation for Rachel at age 19 in 2021. So I think an overarching goal this year is to, you know, it all kind of binds together, being healthy, being nicer to myself. Uh, When I look at my body, not immediately finding ways to scrutinize it. I don't know if I read that a lot of the times whenever I'm feeling insecure, I check myself looking in the mirror a lot more and it's because the most immediate, uh, way of like feeling better about yourself or safe is like if you look in the mirror and you're okay with like how you look but then I just keep looking and I find ways to scrutinize myself so we're just gonna be nice to nicer to ourselves 2021 I also bought a journal because I'm trying to become a journal girly I tried bullet pointing at one point did not work I literally just made like I mean like bullet bullet journals I just made bullet points in the journal like I literally just made lists the whole time water break. Sorry, I don't know if it's weird when I drink water and y'all hear it. Anyways, bought this cutie little five-minute journal from Urban. It's like, what are you grateful for? What do you want to happen today? And then at night, it's like, what could have gone better? Or like, what was something good that happened today? Um, in my days, it's been nice to look and reflect on them and like write down what happened today. A lot of good things have been happening. A lot of little things this year this past year was really just finding like small joys for me and I think I'm going to continue that through this year um finding ways where I feel loved and where I feel happy and for me a lot of the time that's like the friends around me uh just when someone randomly will like text me and be like hey Rach I thought of you that is the absolute best thing and it, it just makes my day I got one of those texts from one of my really good friends Nate the other day and I was having it's so crazy how things work because I was kind of going through it I was having, you know, not my my dandiest day, and then he texted me, and I was like, whoa, it's like, how did you know, you know? In some ways, I feel like I'm very much like an everything happens for a reason person. (laughs) So, timing is just insane, you know? The world keeps turning round and round. Oh, I don't know why this made me think of this, but did you guys hear the explicit version of Potential Breakup Song (laughs) by Ali and AJ? Let's talk about music. I feel like I've been listening to the same song since 2017, 2018, like... Can I get a kiss? It can't be last forever. Like, all the flower boy and blonde. Which, I can't blame myself. That stuff hits. How are we feeling today? On a range from white Ferrari to pink and white, you know? Today I'm feeling like a smooth, like, maybe Ivy. (laughs) Anyways, oh. Also, SZA's new song, Good Days. Slaps. And you know what? Last time she dropped two singles, an album came next. 
so she dropped hit different she hit she dropped good days and so hopefully an album is next but everyone keeps leaking her stuff so but miss solana we know there's an album out there (laughs) i wanted to talk about also aspirations for this upcoming year and for this podcast listen i had a whole thing where i was like who would be my dream guests on the podcast lizzo Imagine me and Lizzo talking, just having a gal talk, you know, two Houston gals, just chitty chatting about living life, being musicians, being, you know, just being the girlies. Uh, I think it'd be so fun. And I feel like she has a lot of good things to say. Um, and then I want to I also dream guest would be Mindy Kaling, because I have always adored Mindy Kaling. I think these are all like not like to sound like girl boss but like boss ass women who i kind of hate that phrase a lot just because it makes me think of mlms (laughs) but and it sounds very like cliche but things are cliche for a reason i guess but just very independent uh opinionated strong-willed women uh tracy ellis ross mindy kaling lizzo miss michelle obama of course and those are just people who i saw in traditional media lizzo more so newer But uh, for the rest of them, people that I saw growing up who were women of color, you know, I, uh, to be honest, I can't really think of any Asian women who are prominent in traditional media that I was able to resonate with. There was Tina Cohen Chang, but something about it, I don't know, I never was like, oh my god, she looks like me. Um, In a weird way, I refused to acknowledge my Asian-ness or to embrace it for a very long time, even before... You know, I'd say, like, writing my college essays is when I realized that I really didn't, I guess, not dislike being Asian, but I didn't embrace it. Because my mom would be like, oh my gosh, watch Ni Hao Kai Lan, because she looks like you. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to watch that. Which is so obscure. Um, I was for the racially ambiguous girlies, like Boo <laughs> from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> uh, which is so weird, right? Anyways aspirations for this year I guess aspirations and goals are the same I want to keep trying my best in school I'm not like doing horrible or anything but this last semester was really tough y'all like and I feel a lot of us feel the same way um but you know I kind of live by this whole like as long as you do your best that's all you can do which I really do agree with but at the same time I've I always catch myself and I'm like am I doing my best though I think I need to shift my mindset Uh, I think a lot of things are, like, mindset and, you know, what you take from things. I I like to say everything is, like, character development or it's, like, a fun little side plot. Um, Yeah, this semester was challenging a little bit in, like, the workload because I think I took 15 credits a semester. Yeah, I took 15 credits this past semester and that became really hard by the end um, but you know what? Berkeley finally released the grades, and we're doing all right. We are doing all right. I do get my MTEL results tonight at 10 p.m. It is 6.50 right now. Um, my MTEL is the Massachusetts Teachers Education Licensing? So it stands for something, but essentially, it's a test that everyone who is trying to become an educator in Massachusetts has to take. And it's kind of like the SAT on crack. Um... <laughs> It's basically the reading portion. It's a reading and writing supplement, and it was four hours long, and how it works since we're, you know, 
in the middle of this this parallelogram papa john's panoramic pandemic uh i did it on my laptop and there was someone watching me through the camera the whole time very obscure sitting at my desk for four hours that's another thing i'm just moving between my bed and my desk and i apologize because i feel like this is a narrative we've all talked about for forever but you know levi and i my roommate and i were trying to move because we were just so tired of you know being in our rooms and we want a living room and levi deserves a door because in our apartment his room is technically technically our apartment's like a one bedroom with a living room but we it was advertised to us as a two bedroom with the living room converted to a bedroom anyways back to the mtel mtel results come out 10 p.m very nervous about that uh people have had to take it like four times before I'll keep you guys posted. If I have to take it again, that's okay. If I don't have to take it again, swag. Congrats to me. Um, but I feel like another thing I'm going to bring into this year is giving me, giving myself more credit. Uh, because I realize like, oh, all of us are taking a lot on. We're students in the middle of a global pandemic, which I, I'm sorry I keep bringing up, but it just is a fact that's so prominent in our lives and I feel like we've come to terms with it in a way and I feel like people think if I wear my mask I can keep doing the same things I've been doing I can keep you know like going and traveling for leisure and for funsies and um so the fact that we are working jobs I know a lot of people who have started to get the vaccine which is so hot so fun and fresh Uh, I'm so excited for them, but people who are working, people who are doing school, uh, people who are taking care of their families and just emotionally being there for others, it's a lot. And, you know, I feel like a big part we forget is the emotional availability that we have to give or, you know, um, be there for people we care about because all of us are enduring so much right now. But I just wanted you to know that I appreciate you and uh, I understand that it is really difficult sometimes and it's so okay to take a breather and take a moment for yourself and just having time to rest too this year I want to take more time not necessarily to rest like just be lazy but to just not put as much pressure on myself to always be like hustle 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 going back to hustle culture oh my goodness do y'all remember when I made a hustle culture video at Berkeley and I was like, what do you guys think about hustle culture? And my poor friend Lauren is like following me around with my little camera. Or I think it was my phone at that point. I didn't have a camera yet. And I'm walking around handing people cookies at Berkeley and I'm like, what do you guys think about hustle culture? And they're like, I think it's bad. <laughs> uh, or they're like, what is hustle culture? Or they're like, I think it's good, you know? Um, insane. I catch myself. I feel like the biggest hypocrite in the world sometimes. And that's another thing I want to talk about because... I feel like I'm all for, you know, um, a big thing for me is building genuine relationships, doing things for fulfillment and not because, just because I'm trying to pump out content or to like, you know, how, get lucky and like make it big or something like that, but doing it because I genuinely love it and it makes me excited and I feel fulfilled creating something. And that's what I mean by like hustle culture where it's, uh, it's like, I worked more than you, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm doing all this while y'all are doing this. Um. Another thing that I wanted to go to was, oh man, my train of thought, left station, uh, but here we are, again, I'm just gonna keep this on. <laughs> oh, being hypocritical, I have a very hard time with this pandemic, I've been told, I've been told that I've been taking the pandemic too seriously, which, to be honest, kind of hurt my feelings, because I feel like, the more I thought about that, and I just saw this recently, is like, 
why would you be upset about me trying to take this as seriously as possible? And it feels kind of like I'm being gaslit, gaslighted. Because I think a lot of the time people forget that if it's not directly affecting them, they forget the severity of the situation. And so I was told I've been taking the pandemic too seriously. So then I'm like, oh, maybe I should ease up. Because here's the thing. I see other people, like lately, I haven't gotten a haircut in a year. I was like, maybe I should get a haircut. Then I was like, no, because I don't want to put anyone at risk. But then I'm like, how many people would I actually be putting at risk? Because if I saw someone else getting a haircut, I wouldn't think anything of it. I'd be like, yeah, oh my god, new hair, so cute, get into it, bestie. But for me, I'm like, oh, why would I go do that when I don't need to? You know, I feel like all I can do is exist within my apartment, walk to work, exist at work, see my one friend who is here, and that's it. Which, at the same time, I think it's good to have quarantine pod because you need the social interaction and I, I'm, there's nothing for that with that that I'm like, no, you shouldn't, you know, hang out with friends as long as, you know, you're not being frivolous with it, I guess, being too liberal about it, um, seeing too many people outside of your circle, uh, on top of your circle because it's that whole diagram of like, this is what you think your pod is, this is what it actually is. Um, but then that goes back to sometimes I think I catch myself saying these things and I'm like, do I sound crazy and am I taking this too seriously? But then I also think I shouldn't be upset with myself for taking it too seriously. This goes back to if I saw someone else doing something like getting a haircut, um, going out to eat for dinner, I wouldn't think too much of it. Uh, well, I don't know how I feel about going out to eat for dinner. Because then it's like a whole thing of like small businesses, you just support. But then also it's like, I feel like eating at restaurants is, like, the, one of the biggest ways you can spread it. So many different levels to this. Do you guys remember when we didn't know anything and literally it was, like, March, April just inside our apartments? I kind of miss that. I want, like, a full lockdown. Like, I can't leave my apartment. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, type B. Anyways, I get very worried about sounding hypocritical because I know I'm very vocal on social media about my thoughts about the pandemic, about my thoughts on just everything. And I'm all for, you know, anyone is more than welcome to, like, I not, not, like, call me out, I guess. I mean, that's fine with me. But, like, holding each other accountable. But something about being told I'm taking the pandemic too seriously, I just get so confused on what's okay and what's not okay. And I just wanted to vocalize that because I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels that way. And I never want to do something and then be like, oh, well, like, Rachel said this or, you know, because um, I think I'm... I was talking to my best friend Brand about this the other day on the phone is that we're just so hyper aware and we're hyper critical of ourselves because if I saw someone else getting a haircut I wouldn't think anything of it but if I were to go do that I'm I have to think like okay like who am I seeing like who's this affecting blah 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 blah, blah, blah. like is this okay for me to do I hope that made sense side shout out sorry I don't even I don't know if you guys when you I drink water if it sounds like ASMR but Side shout out, my big brother, TJ, who's been on the podcast, Pretty Boy Worldwide, just dropped a new song called Unfurled, I believe, and it goes hard. Very proud of him. My friends have been dropping fantastic music lately. Like, I'm so serious. Watching their growth is one of, it just makes me so happy, and I'm, I'm, I'm biased, obviously, because these people are, like, feeling to me, and even people who I'm not as close with, like, it's so great to see what people are doing creatively. Um, my friend Wyatt dropped a new song recently too. Uh, Wyatt Morin, uh, Moran, Moran, he dropped a new song. Um, you know, Nicole dropped her song like a month or two ago. Love Nicole's music. I just love hearing what everyone is up to. 
and it's so crazy uh, to see our growth like in real time, especially because growing up, so I've got to brag on TJ for a hot minute. I know he's not listening to this. Um, so they're back home in Houston. Our group of friends from our neighborhood had, there's like a, they, there's like, they each had their own job. Essentially, they're like Brockhampton, but, you know, um, less like, less like assault allegations, you know, <laughs> um, zero assault allegations, making that very clear. Um, and so they want, like, each of them have their own job. One of them makes beats, one of them mixes, one of them, you know, sings and does the recording, one of them's a videographer, which I think Ocean League yes so cool um being able to see the growth in my friend's music from when they were younger to where they are now insane uh and to be able to support that I genuinely think support is the number one gift you can give a friend so I just wanted to brag on my friends real quick um Miss Grace Perriman is always pumping out that good content vocals all that good stuff covers everything uh my roommate levi has been composing some bangers lately on his soundcloud but i just wanted to take a minute to you know appreciate everybody's art because i just sometimes i take a step back and i i think oh wow i go to berkeley and i know so many crazy like insanely talented people where i'm so excited not only because of their music but because of who they are i'm so excited to see where they go and I think that too with the people that I work with who they're in like STEM fields and they're doing you know they're they're so educated on these things and they're passionate about what they're doing and I'm so excited to see what everyone accomplishes with their lives anyways this episode I feel like is a little bit more for you know the people who know me in my personal life or if you don't you know obviously you're welcome to listen but um I apologize if this isn't more topic based which I don't know what is more preferred uh, but next week, I have, a, I have like, a list of guests who I want to bring on because, listen, y'all, for Rachel Profiling, we're going to keep it consistent. We're going to have some good topics. We're going to bring on a lot of new people. Uh, a thing I want to do with the podcast is, obviously, there are a lot of people who I don't know as well. Um, and, you know, as people come back to Berkeley, there are a lot of people I want to get to know more. And I think everyone has such an interesting story and they have things that they are passionate about that make them them. And so I want to bring them on and get to know them more like live on the podcast, which I think would be really swag, cool, fun, fresh. Did I tell you guys what I did for Christmas by myself? I think I didn't because the last episode was the 22nd. So for Christmas... I honestly, Christmas by myself wasn't that bad. My sweet, sweet friend Mari dropped off some pastries and I was already kind of having like a melancholy day, I guess is the word, because it was raining that day and also there's no snow in Boston right now. What's that about? It's January. There's snowed once, stuck for like a week, gone now, just rain. So it just was like rainy and sad because the rain washed away the snow the day of Christmas. I had just been, like, chilling out in my apartment. Mari drops off some pastries. The fact that, like, we don't know each other that well yet, or it's, like, the very beginning of our friendship and that she thought of me and was, you know, so kind and came to see me on Christmas just made my heart so happy and it made me feel really loved. And I can say confidently from where I was last year that I feel like I 
feel more confident in myself as a person because I've grown such great relationships in Boston and I feel so much more at home in this city now. Like I consider Houston is home, but Boston is now home too, which makes me overjoyed. And so for Christmas, I wrapped myself some presents, I put it under my dinky little tree, and then I unwrapped them later that evening and I watched Elf and I watched my favorite Christmas movie, Eloise at Christmas Time. And so overall, and I vlogged, and overall it was a very good Christmas by myself because I'm very fortunate, I think, to be able to be safe to take this precaution for my family to ensure that my parents are okay. Update on my mom, she's doing a lot better. Uh, now she just has to wait to get a surgery date for the lesions on her lungs, which is why I wasn't able to go see her. Because if you didn't listen to the last week's episode, the reason I wasn't able to go home for Christmas was because um, my mom was hospitalized for two days for what we thought was COVID. They were like, it's blood clots or COVID, and then ended up being lesions on her lungs. And then my dad lives in Florida, so we were like, there's, you know, why would we, why would we risk it, you know? We didn't, my whole thing for my own safety and for my parents' safety is I didn't, if I can wait nine months in a quarantine, like in a pandemic, then I can wait to ensure that, you know, the thought of traveling in an airport makes me very, very nervous, which we don't even need to get into because y'all know it's like you could test positive negative and then like go in the airport and still like test negative the next day, but then blah, 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 so on and so forth. Anyways, I think I've covered you on most things that I want to update you on, talked about I've been feeling talked about my aspirations for this year and I honestly truly think we can make this a great year and there are great things to come because if there's anything that I've learned this year is that with the friends I have with the community the little community we've built in quarantine insane uh, through troubling times all of my friendships through troubling times sorry I feel like I sound so um I don't know, je ne sais quoi, but through, through everything that we've been through, I think, or I know, my friendships have only grown stronger, and we've, I just feel so more sound with myself as a person, and sound in the relationships that I have, whether it be friendship, um, whether it be, you know, family situations, whatever it is, just know that I'm proud of you and our number one job once again is to survive and we're gonna make it a great year uh make it a great day or not the choice is yours that's a deep cut uh <laughs> anyways have a fantastic evening I hope you enjoyed this little jibber jabber ramble session it was a cute casual episode I'm coming to you next week with some fun and fresh I, I got some I got some things cooking, you know? Actually, I'm not going to be like those people who are like, guys, I'm sorry, I can't tell you, but a lot of fun people I want to bring on, bring on, if you want to be on, let me know, because I'm so open to continue making more friends, building more relationships, building community this upcoming year, but I'll stop rambling. Have a great evening. I love you. I'm proud of you. Happy 2021. We did it.